Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Adam Studzinski. Steve Rosenblum on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Go ahead, Studs. Your name came first. Whoa, 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 whoa. No one told me I was leading this show. I, I don't know. Neither did I. But but Rick Party just told everybody you're leading the show. Look at that. It's Adam Stosinski. It's Steve Rosenblum. It's Labor Day. So, I don't know. It comes as a surprise to all of us. Guess what? How are you, Studs? I'm good. I'm good, Rosie. How about this? They're letting us host together. I, it's been so it's, long. It's it's it is it has been so long and um, you've they pulled you off Cubs duty um, out barely I left the studio about ten hours ago I was going to say another raid delay and you would have been in a heap of trouble and the like <laughs> yeah, you said yeah. I would have had to sleep you texted, here. <laughs> you texted you're going to have to sleep and that's the way we're going to do it so welcome into Labor Day we hope your Labor Day is good we're glad you got up to listen to us and we have to start. I guess we should, we could tell you this. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Our tech zone, our phone number is this, 312-644-6767. That number will get you to the tech zone. It's brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. There will also be the Score listener line. The Score listener line is powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. So on the off chance somebody calls, the number is 312-644-6767. Cesar Perez will be there to say, why are you calling? Why are you doing this? Do we take phone calls in in this station anymore? I don't know. Cesar takes phone calls, usually from from above him, from programming, saying, (laughs) why are these guys on the air? And he says, well, you scheduled them. This has to be a mistake. Who did this? Yes, it is. Well, it's Labor Day. It's it's a holiday. That's where it goes. But um, our guest list today is Ryan Horvath will be here at 8. He is terrific. We love having him on. He's the host of BetMGM Tonight and the BetMGM MLB podcast. So download the BetQL app today. BetMGM airs live from 6 to 10 Chicago time, 6 to 10 p.m. Chicago time. Watch the show live on Twitch or hear it live on the Odyssey app. That's us. We're on the Odyssey app. Hi, everybody who's listening on the Odyssey app. At 9 o'clock, Mark Grody will be here. 
He, he, this is so weird. He reports on the Chicago Bears for the score. Hey, that's us. He also reports on the Chicago Bears on the sideline for WBBM AM. And, and with Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer, they're our big brother station. But see, Grody used to be on this show, but not on the show because it was Saturday. And now today it's Monday and Studs used to produce us. And now Grody's <laughs> a guest and Studs is a co-host. That's how it works. Yeah. It's, for it's, those of you scoring yeah, at for, home. For, for those of you keeping track, so let me see if we can do the lineage now of Saturday Suckage. If, if we're calling this Saturday Suckage on a Monday, I don't know if we are. I'm guessing we are. No, we're not. No, we're it's not? Monday. We're no, not? it's a whole new brand of Suckage. Oh. There's a there's something to celebrate shortly coming up. Okay. Like that. It, it sounds like Saturday Suckage, and there will be people who will wake up and think the WB club is is holding court on Saturday and they won't realize it's Monday, but it'll feel like Saturday because it's a holiday. We always, Grody and I always got that. And you produced the shows where people <laughs> thought, wait, it's is this Saturday? And oh, yeah. Saturday was- there's there's going to be some very confused Wake and Bake Club people out there. And that's the way we like that. Yeah, Dodger Boy is already t- texting in. Hey, hey, Monday morning suckage? Yes. Thank yes. you, Dodger Boy. What's happening? Do your boy. Do your boy. Somebody accused me. I tried to speak Spanish last Saturday on the the original OG Saturday suckage. And somebody said, for somebody from L.A., your, San- your Spanish sucks. <laughs> but I could say doyers. I could say doyer dogs. And it was said so so frequently that now the, the doyers at doyer stadium <laughs> have a menu item called a doyer dog. I've never heard this phrase before. Like I've never heard Dodge, like Dodger Doyer said like that before. Well, you need to be in Southern California. So whoever that texture was who criticized my sp- Doyers, they are the Doyers. Yes, I've never are. been to Southern California. I've I've been to San Francisco for about four collective hours on a layover to and from Hawaii. That's that's the only time I've been to California. Wow, Hawaii. Where in Hawaii? Maui. I had a friend that lived in Maui for a little over a year. So at one point we went and visited him and stayed out there for a week. It was, it was it's awesome. If you haven't been to Hawaii, it, it, I highly recommend it. I have been to both ends of Maui. I stayed in oh, Kanapali nice. and I stayed in Waialea. And at my advanced age, Waialea is exactly what I want. Yeah, Waialea it's a, is. if I could choose this place to retire, it's probably Maui. It's yeah. We did the same thing. We went all over the island. We did. We went up to the top of Haleakala for the sunrise. We went to the oh, the other volcano the, on the other side and just kind of explored things a little bit. Yeah, we did. We we saw the whole island. The Haleakala thing wasn't worth it. I'd rather just go to the. Are you serious? Buffet. That was no, the best part I, of the trip. I did that. Oh, well, you need to you need a better part of the trip. Did you do the <laughs> the right the the road to Hana? Yeah, did we did. That? We did. We did, did that. You, that was fun. Did you did you end it by eating at Mama Chin's sta- fish house? No. My oh, my friend okay. must have failed me. He didn't oh, he didn't tell us about that. That's an epic fail. Can I tell you a story about it? We're going to hear from Justin Fields later on in the show. And we will we talk sports eight, at some point. And and we have talked sports. We talked about Ryan Horvath of BetMGM tonight and BetMGM NMLB broadcast and we talked about Mark Grody. but that's true, I have that's to true. tell you this story because we will the the Take the North podcast. Are you familiar with it, Studs? Yeah, a little bit. I uh, I produce it. Yeah, so I'm vague, <laughs> vaguely familiar. New so, episode out tomorrow, by the way. So that that'll be good. The last episode was terrific. In that Dan Weederer, one of the co-hosts, Dan Weederer of the Tribune, and a score contributor, 
who co-hosts it with David Haw, a former Tribune columnist and co-host of the Mully and Haw, the top morning show in Chicago sports talk. So they do this together and you produce it and they, they got Justin Fields to sit on and talk. And there's some epic, terrific, wonderful stuff we want to share with the class that that Justin Fields said that I, I'm having difficulty remembering the last time we heard a Bears quarterback say it. So I want to play that. We're going to talk about it. And I think that's terrific. And I bring that up also because the last time I was in Hawaii, mm-hmm. we stayed in Wailea. And we're taking a walk to, I, don't, I think it was the south end of the island. And we're walking up to a, um, we, we stayed at the Marriott, which is wonderful, quiet. It, it's exactly the tranquil, serene place you want to be when you want to get <laughs> what to get away from get away from everything. And then you walk up to, I can't remember the name of the hotel, but there's too many people, too many children. Hawaii <laughs> should be child free. That's what Kanapali's for. See, Kanapali is where the kids are and all the noises. And you go, no, this is a public pool. I don't want that. I want to be where the serenity is. I want to find my zen in, in Wailea. So we're walking along, and it's a wonderful strand of a path. And we're, I don't know, I'm wearing, I have a Tommy Bahama red-flowered bucket hat and and all kinds of sunblock, and I'm walking along, <laughs> and, and I could hear footsteps behind us, and footsteps that were faster than me in my advanced age. And I said... Why don't you just go ahead of us? We're, we're moving kind of slow. And this person, this singular man, turns around and puts out his hand and shakes my hand. <laughs> he goes, I know that voice. And I go, who are you? It was Dan Wiederer. What? <laughs> it was Dan Wiederer. He and his, and his large family were in Kapalua. They were at the far other end of the island. And That's amazing. He's walking along, trying to find some family members, and, it, and all of a sudden, it's Dan Wiederer <laughs> who knows that voice, and we're walking along. Oh my God, that was like oh, that's I can't. That's some that's that's crazy. That's like that's ultimate small world stuff. So, did, have did you and Dan cross paths at all at the Tribune, or was he after your tenure? No, we crossed paths. In okay, fact, we used we we. We, we on Saturday Suckage, we had Dan Wiederer pegged long before Mike Kellums, the best writer's editor I ever had. He was at the Tribune. Before we hired Dan Wiederer, we had Dan Wiederer on reporting on the Vikings. Oh, He was okay. a regular guest when it would be the Bears-Vikings, and we'd talk about that, and then we knew Dan had, had local ties, and, and he was a regular guest, and then he was a regular guest on... Saturday, Saturday Suckage has produced so many major names. We've gotten people paid. We got a big network. <laughs> we did. Matt Bowen was one of them. Oh. Matt Bowen was not. Matt Bowen showed up wow. in the Tribune, and I said, you know, we're going to talk to this guy. We put him on the air, and Matt Bowen became a star because of Saturday Suckage. Well, there you and go. everybody thought, wait, is that Doug Buffon's kid? Because if you listen <laughs> to Matt Bowen, that's what he sounds like. And then Grody got a World Series ring. Go ahead. Yeah. Find a talk. Find another sports show where you have a World Series ring. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. In Chicago, right? There aren't a whole lot of World Series rings to go around for starters. Not in this <laughs> city, no. <laughs> that's a lot of big talk. So we did that. We got Dan Weeder paid. 
We had Rich Campbell on more, and then Rich Campbell became, he got paid before he left the Tribune. Yeah, we get a lot of people paid. We're, so you're you're on the platform, the springboard of stardom here. All right. Studs. All right. Yeah. And by the way, we're going to have. Can't wait. Yeah. And we have <laughs> Jay Zawoski on. When is Jay coming on? 940. Yeah. So Jay's on at 940 of the CH, CHGO. Um, and he talks about the Hawks as he does. You get no more authoritative voice on the Hawks than, than Jay. Big Notre Dame guy, too. That's important well, considering more what we're going to get to eventually here. More important is this. The co-host with Rick Camp of the I'm Fat podcast. The most important. And there are several stories out there, including there's a sausage smuggling cartel. <laughs> there are, are baloney-sniffing dogs at the Texas border. Are we sure? So, I mean, the first question is going to be, we have to make sure that Jay and Rick aren't a part of this because it feels right up their alley. Maybe they are. (laughs) 815 815 texture, and this is so good. This is so 815. Is it Saturday again? What a great week this was. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to talk to Jay. And then Shane Reardon, executive producer and content uh, 670 The Score Parkinson Spiegel Show and owner of a new tattoo and uh, co-host with Gabe Ramirez of the Southsiders podcast. And we're going to talk to him about that team and why we will talk about that team. And there is much joy to be derived in, in the way things played out despite yesterday. We have to talk about the greatest sports story on Sunday. Brian Kelly put mm. the L in LSU. Brian Kelly's football team. Brian Kelly's football team. The former Notre Dame coach. The former Notre Dame coach. Let me just underscore that. The good old Southern <laughs> boys team lost on a blocked extra point on national TV. Oh, it's it was so good. And and I'll I'll say like I'm a Notre Dame fan. I'm not the to the level that say like Jay and and Nick Shipkowski are, but uh, you know I am a fan. I have a couple cousins that are really big fans, so that's kind of how I fell into that. And so, obviously, not a big Brian Kelly guy. And last night was so juicy. I love what I don't know if you saw that uh, our our old friend Herb Lawrence put out there. What what was better? everyone dunking on Aaron Rodgers after the Packers lost in the playoffs again or what's happening to Brian Kelly right now. I still contend Aaron Rodgers because I'm, I'm just a bigger Bears fan. And, and, I mean, 24 hours after that happened, people were still dunking on Aaron Rodgers. It was incredible. But the Brian Kelly thing, it, it, it I, I can't decide if there was a better way for that to happen. It was just so good. And I know we got – do we want to hear the field goal, Steve? Because I know we got it. We, I want to hear that. I, no extra point. It's not Sorry, a field extra goal. point. Go, we want to hear. They go 99 it. yards. They get the touchdown. They got to kick the extra point. He he decides he's not going for two, and he's got all the momentum. He just moved 99 yards. So Idiot. yeah, sure. We got to hear that. All I right. Want yeah. the, uh, I wanted the LSU broadcast. I wanted the L. I wanted the the L and LSU. <laughs> Brian Kelly's loser family. So we have that Caesar Perez. Football. So, all right, that was the how, 
Yeah, that, that was that the was, ESPN call, right? We'll we'll right. try to find that LSU one. It's got to be I, out there. It is blocked, and they let the the pictures tell it. And it's like this is first of all, they're bad football teams. LSU is bad. Florida State is bad. Mm-hmm. But the fact that LSU was worse, and LSU was on national TV, and Brian Kelly and his fake Southern accent just <laughs> got it was just it's it's just, that is the best story on Sunday. I think so. So, I, so I, will. How do you pick a yeah. better one? I, I don't know. But but there was one while you were sleeping. Of course, you might have been sleeping when Brian Kelly's team lost. But while you were sleeping, we're going to take a break. While you were sleeping and cheering for good old Southern boy to put the L in LSU, the Sox got some really good news. They continue to get good news despite some bad baseball. So let's let's take a break, and we'll come back with some Discussion about the Sox, where they are, what happened this week, and you, Sox fan, Adam Studzinski, you can tell us, well, we'll compare feelings, we'll compare thoughts, we'll compare... Temperature check. Happiness, yeah. Heat check. All right. He's Adam Studzinski. I'm Steve Rosenwald. Thanks for joining us on Labor Day. Talking Sox next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Steve Rosenblum, Adam Studzinski on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Oh, studs. Labor Day. They changed the, the order now. They're going to change. Oh, I got demoted. Time. Yeah. What the hell? Did. Yeah. He's Adam Studzinski. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Welcome into Labor Day. We are broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. 312-644-6767. That's our phone number. That gets you to the Tech Zone, brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. You can, you can make use of that number like the 469 texture did. This is some amazing bud. No Dustin, and I get the suckage crew. Best <laughs> Labor Day ever. Or you can be like West Loop Tom. Who texted in? I'm so glad Kelly's team lost. Hell yeah, Tom! Yes, Let's go. We'll be on. We'll be on till 11 o'clock today. Me and Studs, and then at 11 o'clock we will bring you the best of the 30th anniversary of the score. Score's 30th anniversary was a massive hit over. It seemed like 30 hours, and it was wonderful. <laughs> and you relive some of the greatest moments on the air. Some of the greatest voices. You had some in person. You had some on tape. It was spectacular, and we will bring those back. We will bring back the highlights from 11 to 3, four Rock'em Sock'em hours of score anniversary, (laughs) 30th anniversary show. When you think of what happened, and we did that over that anniversary, when you think of what happened, who was here, how it played out, what, what what, what, what went down, what voices you heard, and you didn't even get to, because it was off the air, you didn't even get... The most beloved person on the score airwaves, I think, over 30 years, was Doug Buffon. Mm-hmm. He was so unique, so wonderful. However, he whether he was working with OB or whether he was strangling me and Bernstein, whatever Doug was doing. <laughs> and then one time, Rich Ackerman, a one-time update guy, was in the hallway on Belmont, in the bunker. And at one end of the hallway was the the executive offices, and the other end was the exit, right into the parking lot and the alley on Belmont. And Rich Ackerman got down in a three-point stance and said, okay, Doug, come on. 
<laughs> and and the, the Neanderthal gene of Doug running, he ran right by the picture of him falling asleep covered with deer urine in a deer stand <laughs> and blew Rich right out the door. He that's just hilarious. Ran, that's, yeah. And Rick, Rick, Rick Ackerman tells it. Rich Ackerman, Rich Ackerman tells the story. It's just hysterical. Anyways, I, that, that will be coming on at 11. I can't imagine asking a former professional football player to do that to me. Like, it just... It's a, that's pretty high up on my no-no list. It's yes. Never going to do that. Yes. But there are other great moments that were on the air. You'll hear them at 11, 11 to 3. So while you were sleeping last night and while you were cheering for a good old Southern boy, Brian Kelly, to put the L in LSU, and boy, didn't he. Why don't you go for two? You got all the momentum. You go. In. The Mariners, the Mariners did the White Sox a favor. We hope the Mariners continue it, but the Mariners did the White Sox. They waited out the rain. They survived extra innings. And they beat the Guardians. So, White Sox fans, this morning, the Guardians and Twins are tied for first place in the LA in the AL Comedy Central. They're 68 <laughs> and 60. So the White Sox, the White Sox are two games out at wait for it, wait for it, studs, 67 and, and 67. It's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, five hundred. The percentage that that has been the pretty shiny thing on the south side this entire embarrassing season. But then there's this: those same Mariners who destroyed the Guardians. A you know they're the Guardians, by the way, right now. And it doesn't matter. It's this is Hawk Harrelson who celebrated his 81st birthday yesterday. Mm-hmm. Hawk Harrelson said, "Don't tell me who you played. Tell me when you played them." Mm-hmm. And right now, the Mariners played the Guardians team that apparently has Matt Nagy directing their offense. <laughs> so the Mariners had to play all that game, extra innings, wait out the rain, and now they fly back to Seattle where they host the White Sox. Sunday's long day. The Sox and Mariners will play tonight, start of a series, less than 12 hours. Lance Lynn, the bench emptying pace car, faces Marco Gonzalez, who, if you've never heard of him and I never had, has a 3.99 ERA. Okay. I, for one, have all kinds of hope now. I believe in all kinds of omens now. The Sox season was saved by doctors. Tony LaRusso's doctors. How are you, after this epic week, studs, Mm. White Sox fan, how are you feeling? So, I feel better. And I'll, I'll, I'll preface this by saying that I've been pretty pessimistic of this team since... May, <laughs> I I said I said in May that I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, and I mean I got receipts, I got a group chats, I got t- tweets, I can say like I I said they're a third place team, they're not going to make the playoffs, and a lot of that is because I'm. It's really easy for me to turn heel on the White Sox because I'm not near the level of fan of them as I am the Bears, right? But I will admit, and I I I sent this out there on. On Saturday, after they after they destroyed the Twins, after Dylan Cease almost threw that no hitter, I said the vibes do feel a little bit different, and there's one common denominator missing here, and it's Tony Larusa, right? Mm-hmm. And things feel a little bit better, and it doesn't seem coincidental that this team immediately started looking and feeling better when he left. And, and to be perfectly clear. And I know you feel this way too. Like I, I hope he's okay. I hope he gets his health. Like whatever he's dealing with, I hope he gets better. I don't want him anywhere near the, near this team, though. 
because he was clearly bad for them. And now we'll see what happens in this series against the Mariners because the Mariners are probably the better team, but today they're going to be on basically no rest. The Sox got their game out of the way much sooner in the day. So they're going to be much more rested. I like I like this. Uh, Lance Lynn is looking like himself recently, so I like the pitching matchup. I feel better. I know that Shane's feeling a hell of a lot better than me, so we'll get his opinion coming up at 10 o'clock, but I, I'm still not sold because I just I keep now waiting. This is the moment again where how many times have we had it this season where we said, okay, this is it. This is the moment. They turned it around. <laughs> you know, we, they had the doubleheader sweep against the Yankees. They had, I, I'm trying to remember, they, they had another sweep at some, you know, we, there's been like 10 moments where, okay, this is it. They got to turn around. So I'm waiting for them to show me that, yes, we've turned it around. We're playing like the team that everyone thought we were, and we're just going to go take this division. It, the fact that they gained four games back in less than a week is incredible. It really is. And and thanks to the, to Cleveland for just deciding that they're going to start losing and, and showing who they really are. But I'm still not convinced that the White Sox are going to play clean enough and good enough baseball for the next month to be able to, to finally close the gap permanently. They don't have to. This division sucks. Oh, it's terrible. So. And and the good that's the good news. However, the White Sox look like Tony Larusa's White Sox yesterday. I don't, I don't get they it. They did. I I don't really understand it. I was I was on the air Saturday, and this is before Dylan Cease went went all sigh went went. He walked with the greats. We'll get to that in a moment. But you've you've got. I I don't know what unholy deal. All former St. Louisans, Sox managers from St. Louis, what deal they cut to keep Larry <laughs> Garcia in a lineup? I just don't understand it. No, I don't. And, I, and yeah, you you mentioned that the the game yesterday had a lot of felt like it had a lot of Larusa stuff in it. Num- the the biggest thing I think being letting Larry Garcia bat in a, in that key situation. When you had Luis Robert on the bench, who they said is available to come off the bench in that game. And then they said afterwards, like, oh, we're trying to avoid him. But, hey, guys, the game's right there. You got maybe your best hitter sitting on the bench. He's going to play tomorrow anyway. Why not get him in that bat here? That that I, that that puzzled me. I do not understand the the unholy deal, the unholy spell that Larry Gar- Garcia has on whoever's in the Sox He's dugout. He's got something. And and it's it it the fact that they that Cairo said he wanted to stay away from Louis Robert and I why yeah let, exactly let him they, get up there did, they, they, didn't he, did he not say before the game that he's available off the bench did he not say not, that am I crazy did I read that wrong just not in the seventh inning yeah, I don't understand just not that. in the and biggest you, spot of the game when you have a terrible hitter at the plate like, come on man you know, what really what really I was really afraid when, when Tony went, and again, I, I will echo that, and I said it Saturday. I said, I hope he's healthy. I hope he's well. Actually, the, the, the times that I've talked with Tony Russo have been great. He's, he treated me well. He was an, an engaging guy to talk to. He's managed badly. I don't want him in the dugout. I mm-hmm. want him to get healthy enough to never manage the White Sox again. Second. That's what I had said. Second. And I, <laughs> yeah, and, I, and, and what scared me was... Because the, the immediate question when the Cairo inherited the team was, 
which, which way do you manage? What do you believe? And he was talking about gut. Because there's always metrics versus gut. What happened with, what happened early was when he says gut, I'm going, oh my God, we're just going to go to the same crap. LaRusse's gut is why he weaponized metrics and analytics. It was an awful thing to see. He was trying to, to say, I confess, Rick Hahn did it. Yeah, of course we got to walk a guy with a one and two count. Because that's what the metrics say. Yeah, and you just you you've weaponized what, it. And, what, and what do you, you mean? What do you mean? It's it was a stupid decision. It was it, I didn't even think about it. And then Garcia showed the team showed it wanted to play for him, and the pitching's been terrific. And that that is that that's going to make you better. That'll make any manager better. The and that's that's been the relatively consistently good thing through the summer. Is I've always felt good about their pitching. You know, Lucas Giolito's been disappointing, but for the most part, their starters have put together consistently good enough games for them to win. And we saw it. Well, yeah, DLNC has put it put together a consistently good enough game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thing. yeah, or but, or they're just mowing through the entire lineup and, and doing a complete game shutout one hitter. But the the Garcia the 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 point I made Saturday just. All I had to see was what happened since Tony left and Garcia managed. And despite what he said about going with his gut, although it looked like it with Garcia, they must all, I don't know what deal with the devil they've, they've cut. Maybe it's, maybe it's damn Yankees. Maybe he really is <laughs> Joe Hardy, Larry Garcia. But, but you saw what we all called for early, what we all called for all summer. A managerial change was needed. You maybe can't name the number of wins and losses on a manager. You can't put a number on it. It's not that kind of metric. But you know what a team looks like when it's so happy to be out from under a guy who can't stay awake in the dugout or a guy who can't play modern baseball. And you know what else it did, Studs? Hmm. By having Miguel Cairo there. Miguel Cairo has no paper, no cred. I mean, he does have a good baseball reputation. But he's not the second most important man in the organization behind the chairman. Nope. So when the chairman's manager is gone, suddenly everything's in the right order. Chairman, President Kenny Williams, GM Rick Hahn, manager Miguel Cairo. And then you saw Miguel Cairo being playing. There, there were analytics involved. There were metrics. There were right plays. There were... Everything's in order. You've got the GM with a manager who is going to absorb whatever he's got, but he's not a guy able to go rogue because he doesn't hold that power. Everything's in the right order, which the chairman screwed up by jamming LaRusa down, by gelding Rick Hahn. And I, yeah, I, I have to agree with everything there. And I hadn't thought about it like that, that they, it, you're right. Everything is in order now. This is how it should be. And the only problem is we saw a little bit of the La Russa stuff last night. Now, maybe that was just a, a, a fluke, something that, okay, like the guy didn't manage this one thing right, and we'll see what happens against the Mariners. But the feeling is so different now. And maybe it's just because the cloud is gone, and maybe they'll keep showing who they really are because – the players are ultimately responsible. I mean, you said it, like, we can't quantify how many wins or losses Tony La Russa has or hasn't cost them. Like, if we went back and really looked at it, we could probably pick some things out. I, 
I would sit here and contend he's cost them at least five games just off the top of my head. But having things in order now, having things feel a little bit better, the team clearly being happier. I mean, you look at the quotes that came out over the weekend, and it's almost like they're saying, yeah, this feels a lot better. Yeah, we 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 feel much more clear about this team now. And I think that's pretty damning of Tony Larusa because it and maybe maybe we're just taking things out of context and looking for something that we want to be there as observers of this team who have been largely critical of everyone on this. I don't know anyone on this station, but for the most for the most part, we've been largely critical on this station of Tony LaRussa. And so maybe we're just looking to connect things that aren't really there. But the stuff that like Yasmani Grandal was saying this weekend and just really, really tell me that they're glad to to have that kind of cloud not over them right now. We're looking at it. We see it. We we know what a what a difference the team looks like, and that's part of it. But when you talk about what players have to say, we're gonna take a break and when we come back. Liam Hendricks, who's, who has zero bleeps to give and is unfiltered, wonderfully unfiltered, was talking about how lucky the Sox are. We'll talk about that. But mm. what he also said was the Sox have to get back to being, and then he used a potty mouth word, <laughs> and then we saw it play out. It was a big moment in the weekend, and Liam Hendricks was right there describing whatever the Sox players need to act like. So he's Adam Studzinski. I'm Steve Rosenblum. We will talk about that, the White Sox, and this change after that, after a break on Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Pollock in the air, right center, and circling is Celestino, and that'll do it. So not the way the White Sox wanted to finish this weekend, but after an 0-4 start to the homestand to go 4-5, they'll take it. Steve Rosenblum, Adam Studzinski on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Welcome in to this Labor Day broadcast. We hope you're enjoying your holiday. We hope to make it better. We suck so you don't have to, even though it's a Monday. We're just making you feel better by that. Public Steve service. Rosenblum. Yeah, 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 we do it. We're pleasers, not teasers. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Our Tech Zone, Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at rosenhyundai.com. That number, 312-644-6767. So, Studs, over the weekend, Mm -hmm. James Fegan of The Athletic had, had to sit down with Liam Hendricks, and Liam Hendricks wonderfully unfiltered. As always. Told the Athletic this. Let's be honest, we shouldn't have an opportunity. With the way we've played, there should be no chance of us winning this division. Unfortunately for us, we're still in a position where it's quite possible, and now we just need to make sure we take advantage of every strike we got. So you, the Sox wake up today because the Guardians waited out the, uh, the, the, I'm sorry, the Mariners waited out the Guardians in a rain delay and extra innings, and the Sox are two back. The Twins and Guardians are tied for first, if you're now waking up. The Sox are two back. And one of the things we talked about, a big change this week being the manager. He's not there. This this anchor, this this dread, this this shroud of 
gloom that Tony LaRusso was. The cylinder block tied around your feet while you're trying to swim. There you go. There you go. And and the players look at it different, according to Hendricks. And he's a pretty seems to be a pretty good bellwether, a good good weather vein of a voice. So mm-hmm. he told the athletic the key is start being bleeps. And he used a potty mouth <laughs> word that we cannot say on the radio. <laughs> so we won't, just so we don't so Spokus doesn't put a load in his pants. <laughs> this quote, this team was put together in a way to be extremely irritating to the opposition with the personalities that we have, with the way we play the game in here. I said in spring training that I think we would be the most hated team in baseball because of it. And we haven't shown any lick of that throughout the course of the year. That's me included. And I read that on the air Saturday right after they emptied the bench because Andrew Vaughn got hit. What do you think of Liam Hendricks saying this, the players taking on taking on the belief, taking on the responsibility of your White Sox players having to act like, and I won't say the name of the piece of male genitalia that he <laughs> used. I love it. And he's right. That's, that's the way that this team was absolutely built to be that word to be the 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 pain in your rear to be that team that when just keeps coming at you and specifically this lineup and we've seen it in the past couple years we haven't seen it this year this lineup is designed to just keep beating you down like that's how the that's how they built this team from top to bottom from hitter one through hitter like seven when they're healthy they're all here to mash, and you're not going to get a break, and they're going to keep coming at you, and the pitching staff's going to keep coming at you because if you get through the starter, okay, here's Joe Kelly, supposedly. Here's Kendall Graveman, sometimes good. And then just to finish it off, here's Liam Hendricks, maybe the best closer in, in the American League. So they haven't been that, though. It's been one thing or another. If the, if the starter does well, the bullpen falls apart. If the bullpen does well and the starter does well, the offense isn't there. They haven't been able to put it all together. But this weekend, we finally saw that. We finally saw them just explode offensively over two games against the Twins. And they struggled yesterday. And look, if you struggle one game out of three in a series against your division rival, fine. We'll take that. Like, you say, okay, we got two out of three. We struggled one game. we'll, We'll take it. We'll move on. You know, we we outscored them like crazy for the series. So, yeah, they that's what they need to be. And they need to just hit... Bleep it. And they finally maybe have done that. They maybe just said, all right, screw it. We're just going to go out here and, and let it hang loose. And it's not like football where you can just, you know, be overly aggressive. You have to keep your head on your shoulders. And in baseball, you can't just go out and, 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 and start losing your mind aggressively. So, that, But they seem to maybe have found a little bit of that middle ground. And uh, we got to see it continuing against the Mariners, though. Like, I'm not, I'm not willing to. I, you know, I was touching this. I'm not willing to totally buy back in until we see it against an actual good team now, because the Twins aren't any good. Cleveland's not that good. I think that Cleveland plays the most fundamentally sound baseball in the division, but they're not that good. I think you're right about all that. But one of the things to examine in this is that Liam Hendricks is right, and the problem is. If you in a, in a rough examination, is that the the guys who needed to be those to act like that to lead the way? 
haven't been healthy. True. Remember, remember, Lance Lynn would be one of those guys. He led the charge over the over the the bullpen or the dugout fence, and he led the charge. That was beautiful. When Andrew, right? Well, but he's the guy, and it, he was gone for two months, three months. He got hurt. He wasn't there, right? And then mm-hmm. you had, and then there was Joe Kelly. He was hurt, and he sucked, and he sucked, and he hurt, and Still sucks. he certainly would. This is a guy who got suspended eight games for having a lip on. <laughs> and he certainly fit in with the word Liam Hendricks used to describe that. And then you had Tim Anderson bat flipping Tim Anderson and changing the game and 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 zero bleeps to give. That's the way he was going to play. You haven't had those guys available or good. And both it, it really takes supreme confidence to act like Liam Hendricks wants these White Sox to act with zero table manners and and to be able to do it when you're losing or when you're playing awful baseball. That takes a supreme amount of confidence. And it's really hard to imagine guys doing that because it loses its charm when you suck. <laughs> right? I mean, what's... Well, yeah, you just, come off, you just come off like jerks if you're acting like that when you suck. Yeah. There you go. And, and being jerks is good. It's okay. You know, it's okay. Sure, they're jerks, but there are jerks. That kind of mentality. Oh, yeah, I yeah, I agree. It's kind of like the A.J. Pruszynski thing. Like, yeah, he's a jerk, but he's our jerk, you know? Right, right. When he's, as Ozzy said it, is when AJ's, when AJ's on the other team, you really hate him. When he's oh. on your team, you hate him a little bit less. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the way Ozzy described <laughs> But, you know, A.J.'s a really good example of what that is, of what they need and it's hard to do that when you're you can't do it when you're hurt. You can't you can't be a leader when you're you're on the DL. You can't when you're injured. And and it's really hard to be that kind of outsized jerk and wor- any word that might be worse when you when you stink. But that's what Liam Hendricks is saying. And the Sox are in a position now with Hendricks is healthy, Lynn's going to to tonight and you were you you need Tim Anderson. Elvis Andrus has done a really good job, but Elvis Andrus is not that personality. He's not going to act like that. And but, and he's been a hell of a find. That's you know Rick yep. Hahn's gotten some well-deserved criticism this season. Signing him was a good. You're not supposed to be able to add a guy like that in late August. You know, like that's that was a hell of a find. And it's put the Sox in a position to where they're two games out. And it doesn't matter if it's baseball's worst division or not. They have a chance to get to the postseason with what we believe is a new feeling because Tony La Russa is not there anymore. And by the way, for whatever it's worth, when Tony La Russa's Cardinals teams won a World Series, they had the fewest wins of any postseason team. Again, it's like Hawk always said, don't tell me. Who you played, tell me when you're playing them, and you only need to be hot at the end. White Sox fans should know this. They sucked in September of 2005. Last week of the season, they started winning games. And then they proceeded to win 17 of 18, and there's your World Series parade. I remember there was the um, Joe Creedy hit a home run against Cleveland that that got them back on the rails. I remember that. Well, it just... There you go. The manager left. The team had a new feeling. And Liam Hendricks is saying, act like a 
male piece of genitalia, and the White Sox, apparently it's not a big stretch for them to do that. And now <laughs> he's got them doing that. All right, we're going to take a break. He's Adam Staszynski. I'm Steve Rosenblum, Labor Day Broadcast. We thank you for listening to us. We are the pregame show for the score's 30th anniversary best of show. It comes on at 11. It lasts till 3. They cannot contain it. Four hours, it won't be enough, but that will be the score's best of anniversary show. We'll take a break when we come back. Ryan Horvitt of host. He's the host of BetMGM Tonight and the BetMGM MLB podcast and other places. We'll tell you where you can find him. We'll tell you what he thinks of the Bears and one of the worst teams, predicted to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. We'll see what the smart money or what any money says about that. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.